So I know it's only been episode six, but let me tell you guys how much I have evolved. You know, you guys heard in episode one and two how I was pretty nervous to talk about guys. We'll talk to guys. And some days I still am. But now I look at them, no matter how attractive they are, and I even I wonder, do they even know how to make me come? Odds are they probably don't. Welcome to These Things Happen. Don Cheese. Don Cheese. Hi guys, I told you I am rolling out episodes every every other Monday and I am not breaking this promise. So you all heard two weeks ago, I bought back Ariel, you know her, you love her. We talked about orgasms because I have never had one. And Ariel was awesome the way that she always is and I learned a lot, but I still have so many more questions about something I have yet to do. And uh, today's guest is... Um, someone I literally just met literally like three weeks ago and she's an open book just like me ready to share <laughs> three weeks in she's already at my house ready to talk about sex everyone welcome my fitness trainer Tori hey guys oh my gosh how you doing this afternoon sis um I'm doing great now that I'm with you oh stop <laughs> making me blush oh my god so Tori is only 20 years old and um She's beautiful, as you all will see oh very God, soon. And <laughs> she's freaking gorgeous and uh, definitely is a woman who knows her worth and knows how to get hers, if you guys know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully one day I can be like her, even though she is a little younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tori, please tell my listeners a little bit about yourself before we get started. Yeah, of course. All right. So, <laughs> as Lex said, I'm her trainer. And let me tell you, we're getting her right. <laughs> Everyone better watch their mans this summer. Uh, not even this summer, babe. Oh! Sooner. Okay. Um, love, but love yeah, it. I'm a full-time trainer. I'm also a full-time student. So obviously not giving my time to these little boys unless yeah. they deserve it. You know? Period. Time is valuable, especially my time is fucking precious. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse. No, oh my God. <laughs> say, say it all. Say all the words in the yeah. book. <laughs> Teach me something now. Oh, <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and as only being 20, surprisingly, I've experienced a lot in that world. I was raised in a very open household, you know, since day one, any Mm -hmm. questions I had, they'd be answered right away. It was very comfortable, very open. And because of that, I'm able to be open with friends and Lex, my client who I'm not, trust me, I'm not like this with every client. Just like me and Lexi, we immediately clicked. Like the second we talked, we were like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Um, but yeah, like I'm a totally open book and also I've, unlike Lex, I've never really been nervous to talk to guys. I've always been very upfront. I would always, if I saw someone that I thought was attractive, I would walk up to them and I'd be like, one day guys, (laughs) I'd be like, what's your number? Or it's like, Hey, my friend thinks you're hot. What's your number? Right. For my friends. I'm Mm -hmm. always the person where everyone's like, Oh, you order or, Oh, like, can you go talk to them? Right. Always been me. 100% open any question I'm more than happy to answer especially when it comes to sex I feel like it's a more it's a conversation that should be more open right Mm -hmm. everyone does it everyone experiences it one day one day day soon and you know what it should be an experience that is good for both parties not just a nice little three pump chump yeah right that's my biggest fear literally oh my god girl i've been there i have my ranked list in my phone i'm ready to see it i know you guys are oh my gosh the ranked list and i used to have nicknames next to each one 
it would be like three pump trump trump mm-hmm. centimeter peter it was it was let's just say if some of the guys that are on it saw it they would probably cry themselves to sleep rolling in the ground throwing up you know i love that no i and i forget what episode it was but i literally said like that 2022 we're hurting men's feelings they hurt yes. our feelings and we're the thing hurt is theirs. we're not even hurting theirs we're putting ourselves first mm, putting part. our feelings first and hurting them second we can hurt them all we want it hurts them when they see us thriving more than them retweet right you know yeah it's the year of us it's the year of the woman i like that i want that on a poster or something oh my god girl i got you okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're comfortable about it why don't you tell us about your very first time okay so honestly my first time having an orgasm was with myself okay as it should be because how's a man gonna please you if you can't even please yourself let's start there number one point blank period so what did you do to get your own orgasm because that that's what all women say it needs to be i need to do it first and i've tried but but you go ahead first but okay so, yeah, yeah no yeah. so what did um, you do kind of you have to realize okay are you more of full body like g-spot or a clit orgasm right mm-hmm. like what yeah. is what do you what does your body prefer best way to find out invest in a good vibrator i cannot stress this enough i got my roommates on it i got my friends on it like my roommates even in like when i moved across the country last summer Mm -hmm. i got my roommates that i knew for two weeks to buy one right like i I am telling you right now invest in a good one because you know what at the end of the day vibrators don't hurt your feelings no they don't and they're not going anywhere either (laughs) they're not going anywhere okay so how old were you when you did that so i got close a lot before i had my first one okay i lost my virginity in my opinion way too young Mm -hmm. but at the same time every experience is what makes you you right so i wouldn't take it back but there are valuable lessons i learned from it but Mm -hmm. i actually didn't get my first orgasm till i was 19 okay and at that point i've already like i already had a list on my phone (laughs) so um yeah when i was 19 and then shortly after the person I was with at the time gave me one and I was like whoa what is going on because that's the thing okay you need to give yourself one first because in my opinion when a guy gives you one you don't want to be in shock of what's happening in your body you want to be comfortable with what your body's going through Mm -hmm. so that you're not like you don't scare yourself out of it. Yes, I'm like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's a good point that you mentioned. Okay, so you were 19 when you were actually with someone that made you orgasm. So when you were when you had these uh, sexual partners previously, like, did you were you enjoying having sex? Did you think you were having so, an orgasm? Yeah. So there was one time when I thought I had one, but then I actually had one, and I was like, okay, that <laughs> was not an orgasm. So what, talk about the almost. The almost. It was like. It was the knot in your stomach that you feel right before, but then it just kind of like went away. Like nothing like really happened. Oh, it was like something climbing. So like I think it was down. like a buildup. Like I was almost, and then, you know, teenage boys, it's just gone. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. You, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I think I thought I was enjoying it, but I was just like. Looking back. Looking back. No. Yeah. In those cases, when I thought I was enjoying it, it was the foreplay that I was enjoying. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, Lex, do not let a guy do shit with you unless he's valid at foreplay. Okay. Because you will not be ready down there. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. They got to like lubricate. Like, I don't even know what to say, but like, okay. yeah, no. Also I, a good lube. A good lube. No matter how wet you get personally, 
it like you could have a full ass wop and trust me i know all about that i'm sure you do but <laughs> but the like lube actually does just add a whole nother like mm-hmm. dimension if that's the right word what's your favorite lube mm, oh my gosh it's like this one by like trojan okay. but it's like a disappearing one so i don't have to clean up i hate cleaning up messes no well, don't we all <laughs> okay so so when you were 19 and then you you finally had like a, a partner that could give you an orgasm is that like so would you say like that help is, is did that help um teach you like what turned you on oh yeah for sure yeah. for sure because especially with this partner in specific we did a lot of things that i've never done before Ooh. like we were very comfortable with each other and i think being comfortable with your partner is huge and like you're not going to orgasm with someone you're not comfortable with yeah right because you need to let yourself physically like it is an uncomfortable feeling at first yeah but to be that type of uncomfortable you have to be comfortable with the person yeah yeah you want to have a connection exactly and because i did we did things that i i never thought that i would be into Mm. i will be straight taught you some things oh my god yeah it taught me some things but it's crazy but i had um after me and that person were no longer together i had i went back to an old sexual partner okay and then he made me have an orgasm for the first time. Not like my first orgasm, my first orgasm with him. Okay. Which was crazy because previously me and him were like hooking up quite frequently for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what changed? Like I was thinking like, what changed? What changed? And what changed was I became more comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. So like me being more comfortable in my own skin actually helped me get an orgasm later on. So it's like the okay. sex was always good with that person. Yeah. But I guess I was just never fully like coming into your own body. You yeah. were able to know like what helped you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred ten percent. Okay. So with any recent partners or anyone after that, were there like some more like three pump chumps as you like, like prefer like, well, <laughs> earlier? and how did you, how did you start oh, to gosh. handle guys that couldn't get after you realized like what you could do? How did you handle guys that couldn't get you there? First of all, right after my first sexual partner after this we'll say guy number one for the guy that gave me my first orgasm okay Okay. first sexual partner after guy number one um (laughs) unknowingly i took his virginity oh (laughs) so that was like a two oh my gosh that was an interesting experience because nicest guy ever right sweetheart totally nice yeah could not get me there (laughs) no matter how hard he tried and he didn't tell you he was a virgin until after or yeah oh he's probably yeah. embarrassed mm, i know <laughs> mm. oh, yeah yeah and i feel like i should have picked up on that mm-hmm. because he didn't go down on me first oh yeah yeah but also lex make sure a guy goes down on you before like don't like put yourself first that is something i definitely like i'm talking like i've had so many partners but the the past few i've had that's like very non-negotiable for me now but when i was your age i was like a dick and not even like realizing that i should be getting mine first i was so young yeah like i i will not unless i get it first like yeah it's honestly like come on what are we still ahead of me i love it (laughs) at least you know yeah but then so guy number two 
after guy so guy number one then guy number two so guy number two i feel bad i'm so sorry if he ever hears this i you're amazing no <laughs> keep going sure keep, no like like keep practicing you got this i believe in you maybe Go one day little rock star no that's funny because he was little <laughs> <laughs> okay oh poor um, guy okay and then so after that guy there was guy number three mm-hmm Guy number three was the one that I went back to and was able to have an orgasm for the first time with. Okay. After us having previous sexual relations. And Mm -hmm. since... mm, So, guy number three... I don't know. Do you have a question? (laughs) (laughs) That that man, okay. You're blushing. Am I blushing? Yeah, you you are. Oh, my god! Guy number three does it right. He's making you all giddy right now oh my gosh yeah <laughs> I, I just took my jacket off i was getting he's not even here oh oh my gosh okay yeah. so actually i want to circle back to like mm-hmm. orgasming on your own yeah so i have a vibrator it's a nice one that i got at like a pure romance party it's like waterproof and has like eight different settings like i think it, it's a nice one i think so when i use it so i think i'm putting it on the clip and I definitely it feels good and i feel like like do you feel like you have to pee yeah you have to ride through that okay you have to you have to wait out through the you're gonna feel like you have to pee okay one ride through that and then it's gonna get like you're gonna want to stop you're gonna want to take it off right because mm-hmm. you're gonna be like fidgety and you're gonna be like ah like and that's when i, I take it off no okay. no you have you have to stay through that because on the other side of that <laughs> On the other side of you feeling like you have it's to like piss a your pants oh, okay. is pure euphoric bliss that is a body orgasm of you shaking okay. and your bo- and your back like arching and you're like holy shit so this this is what they write the so books about. That's why I never had one on my own yet. Because when I get to that part, like any, I'm sure any girl knows like what we're talking about. I stop because I feel like it feels good. It, it just, I kind of. That's when I thought like it's done. I was like, oh, like is that it? But then because it no. gets, it's too sens- too sensational. So now I just pull it away. Mm-hmm. No, you, yeah. See, that's the thing too. And it's like, fun fact, I didn't know that. Till my mom told me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like my mom is the one that told me first like you need to make yourself like know it feels good for you before a guy can okay um but seriously ride it out like you have like sometimes you got to like you're like you're holding with one hand and you just have to put your other hand on it and like force yourself to keep it there (laughs) i'm sorry that sounds so like weird but like oh my gosh no but this is great this is literally like you know like me and my mom we had a pretty open like bond relationship too and but she was very religious so i could never talk to her about these things and if i would i mean she would answer but she would kind of give me like a christian like answer like you know like just wait till marriage or something or like i don't want to like i could never because what if me and my husband aren't sexually compatible i can't and i know that now because even as a kid i wanted to wait till marriage but now with like you know experiencing experience experiencing guys and yeah. just with the few episodes i have what if they can't can't get me there and i'm married to that divorces are expensive <laughs> yeah, yeah especially if like you got that prenup you're not even getting anything out of it yeah. can't get an orgasm can't get money why are you in that marriage that sounds really sad that does sound depressing so <laughs> so are, have there been times where you like faked it 
Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, talk about oh that. Oh my gosh. Okay, so guy number one, actually, like, there was just one day when I was just like, mm-hmm. not really feeling it, but like, I was like, yeah, like, let's have sex. Like, I want to have sex. Okay. And then, like, I was just kind of like, oh, like, I kind of want this to, like, like, I'm kind of done. So I was like, faked it. Boom. Done. We're good. Okay. Done. We're done for the day. Because the one good thing is he would not, like, come until I came at least three or four times. First. That's a gentleman and a scholar. And that was by going down on me first. Just with his mouth, he was able to do that? God, that tongue. He needs to come on the podcast and show men. No, no, okay. (laughs) Never mind, sorry, guys. Never mind, sorry, guy number one. (laughs) Well, that's awesome, though. Oh, my gosh, yeah, no. He's good for something. Uh, Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess he he has to make up for it. I feel like dudes that have, like, little dicks or something, like, they... They got to make up for Mm-mm. it. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Am I getting the guys mixed up? Guy number two okay, okay, was okay. Little Rockstar. Okay. <laughs> Let's just call number two Little Rockstar. Okay, Little Rockstar. <laughs> um, guy number one, we call him Big Rockstar. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's about it for him. Wow, okay. So why is it, why do you think, like, women put their self in, well, I guess they're not doing it intentionally, but why do you think, like, you fake it? Like, why... Would you just have like the confidence to be like, you're, I'm not feeling this, like get off? I or... honestly think it's how we were raised. Like we are yeah. kind of like raised and conditioned like in the world of sex where it's like sex is over when the guy comes. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like just more recently it's been like about, hey, we have nerve endings down there, like nerve endings down there too. Mm-hmm. Women orgasm too. And yeah. when we do it, we feel it 10 times more than a guy does and we can do it over and over again. I feel like maybe that's it's a why beautiful thing. it's a beautiful thing. And I feel, I feel like maybe that's why people are like, oh, when guys come, that's it. Sex is over because it's mm-hmm. like one and done and then another round and then another round well, for me. But <laughs> like, right. Yeah. So like that, like one and done feeling and you're like, oh, like, I guess we're done for the night or we have a couple more rounds, but then we have to wait for you to like reload. I just said air mm-hmm. quotes, you know, like reload. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think that it's just like how we were raised and kind of like, a oh, like the guy's in charge like oh like he's gonna buy you dinner he's gonna do this he's gonna do this like he's in charge of the relationship Mm. and then i feel like that translated into the bedroom and i just feel like that's so not true yeah because i feel like hey like if we're being wined and dined then treat me like a queen in the bedroom too and that means put my needs first because my needs at the end of the day are gonna help me satisfy your needs like let's be honest like if you or when you feel it when you have an orgasm i feel so much more inclined to give my man everything in the world Mm -hmm. in that bedroom yeah so like i would hope so so like i don't know let like why can't that like i wish it was more normal i wish more girls were able to comfortably talk about like orgasming and Mm -hmm. foreplay and like yeah like i prefer this like the guy that i'm um kind of with now um I we are very comfortable with each other because mm-hmm. we have known each other for so long. And literally, if I like, if I'm like want something, boom, I say it in the bedroom and I get it. If he's like, go here, I'm like, okay, word. But it's like it's not like a direction thing. It's more of like a we're helping each other out. Yeah, yeah, and very communicating. Yeah, and commu- yeah. everyone praises communication relationships, but that also translates to the bedroom. Communication in the bedroom. Oh my god, does that make your sex experience so much better? These are things I literally never think about. Yeah. Yeah. So was, 
is this guy like the first guy that you were com- like really comfortable with to like say those things um big rock star guy number one was yeah. kind of the first guy that i was very comfortable saying these things around okay and i'm not gonna lie he taught me a lot about my sexuality mm-hmm. and like i will forever be grateful to him for that yeah. thank you uh the guy i'm with now um no I, we've always been very comfortable done every <laughs> done, done a lot of things Aww. um stop i'm like <laughs> blushing again seriously um you're, you're like red <laughs> am i yes. actually you really oh are oh my god no i hope he doesn't hear this because he, he'll know exactly who he is. <laughs> he'll know yeah but um no but i am comfortable with this guy on a level that i haven't been only one other guy i've been this comfortable with okay yeah and it's not just because i'm comfortable with him in the bedroom though Mm -hmm. it's because i'm very comfortable with him outside of the bedroom too like i yeah yeah and that that translate over yeah it's just like a flowing Mm -hmm. that's nice so would you say you have like a favorite like um orgasm spot like is it like your g spot your oh i'm clit i'm clit 100 percent. okay 110 percent. it's like easier for me yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay also because like Mm -hmm. when a guy goes down on you right Mm -hmm. he shouldn't like that's where he should be focusing 110 percent. that's where he should be focusing yeah i it's also great because like while you're having sex too that can still be stimulated while you're having sex mm. so you can do it eating out sex everything <laughs> right it's yeah it's beautiful god beautiful i thing. love the clitoris <laughs> Don okay so earlier you talked about foreplay how important that is and i recently realized how it definitely it is so like what do you personally enjoy when like you're like in foreplay oh wow okay um a lot (laughs) um (laughs) we got time i know it could start with something like i know something like a simple it's not even like like i feel like growing up when i heard the word foreplay i thought oh that's just like making out before yeah but foreplay starts way before kissing really it's the teasing it's a sexual tension when you're like in a room with someone and like you know like it's like the light touches on your back as they pass it's like let's say you're in a group of friends right and you're hanging out and you get like the Uh light touches the looks like it's that sexual tension that you can cut with the knife all right foreplay is started right wow no that's see i thought i'm 25 and i thought foreplay started with kissing no, it starts with the mood because let's be honest, if you're not in the mood, you're not going to get turned on from just making yeah. out, right? You, you need to be like, vibe. yeah, I got to feel the vibe. And once that vibe is established, all right, game on, bitches. Eye contact. Okay. Eye contact, the light touches, like the looks, like mm-hmm. it's when it's all there and it's like the vibes there, you're like, okay, game time. And then it's like, then when you're like, then when you guys get alone, that's when I could start with the kissing or even mm-hmm. before you guys like touch lips, like. It could be like literally like him kissing your neck, your shoulder, like the light breaths. Like even if you're just like cuddling and you're like talking like the light breaths on the skin, like anything that like creates that wow. sensory input, you know? I'm like envisioning like a porno in my head right now. Oh my gosh. No, I'm thinking about last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't even know if it was a Tuesday. I'm just thinking about the last time I had sex. That is amazing. Um, okay. Wait. Yeah. So like last time I had sex, like all that was happening, right? Mm-hmm just like 
and then like like i said when you're with that person you're comfortable with that person that like knows you yeah they know all your turn-ons they know how to get to you but when it's a new person you kind of have to guide them a little bit Mm -hmm. you know like if you're someone who's like oh neck kisses are my shit yeah right then like why you're making out like slowly brush your hair over to one shoulder you yeah, know and like then just kind of like sign. like giving like the light sign right mm-hmm. like the light touching you and me we both have nails we got tips on right yeah so like that light grazing on like their shoulder their back like while you're kissing like running from like your their neck like down their body a little oh, bit okay yeah playing, I've done with, stuff like that. Yeah. playing with their waistband and then coming back up that little tease you okay. know it could be something as simple as that to literally i've used whipped cream <laughs> like what are you doing with whipped cream? See, what I do with whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sticky. Mm. Showered right after, though. But that's fine. It just continued in. Hey. It, it's you like great. What you like. No, I mean, you, you have to experiment. Like, you yeah. have to try things out, right? Yeah. Like, you don't want to. I don't know. I feel like everyone's like, oh, don't live life with regrets. Okay, don't live your sexual life with regrets either, right? Because. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be one of those people that are stuck in a marriage where they plan their sex out. Like, on Thursdays, we have sex. Like, that sounds, that sounds depressing. I don't want that. No. Like, I want, like, the romantic touches in the kitchen, like, while I'm cooking dinner or something, right? Yeah. And think about it. That's foreplay, because you know what's happening later that night. Mm, okay, They're yeah, building. Yeah. You're building a scene. I like that. Right? I Think about foreplay as building a you're scene. You're blowing my mind. Oh, I'm so thankful. <laughs> wow. Wow. (laughs) No, but like you're building a scene. You are. Mm -hmm. It's like a movie, right? Like a movie, the opening credits, everything sets a tone for the movie. Okay. What am I going to feel during the movie? Okay. Now think of your sex life as a movie. Opening credits. What are you building? What vibe are you going for? Is this going to be like a nice sensual movie where you're going to be like, wow, this is so romantic. Or are you going to be in like a fucking movie where it's like, oh shit, dick's out. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Like, am I going to be thrown up against the wall or am I going to feel like I'm like, in love with somebody Mm, you know yeah so really set that scene for yourself too because believe it or not girls we set the tone for the movie right yeah yeah right like yes girls are in charge i I just realized that too like love to be dominated Mm -hmm. in bed right Mm -hmm. but it's because i set the tone for that Ooh. like mentally i am dominating every single aspect of that bedroom but physically i am not but it's only because i let you think that I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> oh my gosh, my mom would be so proud. <laughs> yeah, you. Oh my gosh, you you should be so proud of Tori, mom. <laughs> She's helping others. Oh my immigrant moms. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so obviously, I'm sure that you know there were some partners that like couldn't get you there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if recently or like before. What would you do? How, were there partners that like didn't want for foreplay that would like just try to like. Get oh yeah of, but those yeah. guys i strip was like this is not happening okay i'm like this is not happening but i feel like that's something like you kind of have to grow mm-hmm. into because that that builds with confidence and self-confidence right because yeah. when you're entering the world of sex and relationships and foreplay and all these crazy things mm-hmm. it takes time to build up that confidence to know what you like to know what you want yeah but it's not just confidence, but it's also a level of self-respect that you don't realize you need mm-hmm. because you need to be able to stand up for yourself. You need to be able to be like, because unfortunately things in the bedroom can go south very fast. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's so unfortunate how common it is, but you have to be able to stand up and be like, okay, this is done mm-hmm. and have that like reassurance, that self-assurance where you're like, no, we're cutting this short. Done. Bye. Done. 
right Mm -hmm. and that's so much easier said than done because when you're in the moment like a part of you is like oh like if i just like it's fine if it's just like if i just let this play out i don't really want to but no if you don't want to get up say something say no and like i said so much easier said than done i have been in situations where i've said to myself like let me just play this out and it's awful and but honestly it's it's something you grow up and you learn as you go Mm-hmm. and I hate that that was part of my learning process and part of my learning curve mm-hmm. but I hope that maybe people that listen to this or just in general or other girls I talk to like they realize like hey this is not part of the your this does not have to be part of your learning curve yeah right so that's like one main thing like I really want to get across oh but yeah I'm and it's awesome because even like I'm like the only virgin I know, honestly, but <laughs> lots of women have some of that. I mean, they've been learning stuff. Lots of guys, a couple of guys have actually approached me and came up to me that, and, and they've told me they've been learning things. So yes. hopefully they take something from this episode um, as well. They definitely will. I, yes. I've already taken so much. Oh my gosh. So your list. It's so funny how you tell me how you have like a list because oh my God, almost every up. girl who's very, who's like sexually fluid has a list. So like what? So guy number one when i did him he made me delete my list what yeah oh my god yeah he made me delete my list because he didn't want that on my phone uh, right does but, he pay your bill oh god no uh anyways but now i have my <laughs> list rewritten the mm-hmm. name the nicknames are gone because i forgot most of them and they were written mainly in the moment but yeah. the list is ranked <laughs> so and, what is the ranking like best to worst Wait. it's best to worst mm-hmm. and an awful trend i've noticed is the most toxic people are towards the top and then the nicest people are at the bottom Isn't and that that, the worst? that's a trend i'm trying to break right yeah. but i also have their uh zodiac signs next Wait, to it can I, Here, okay. yeah go for it read it <laughs> i promise you guys visuals are coming soon for my podcast so you can <laughs> see what's going on oh my gosh no zodiac signs are important and okay. then do we see a trend how like, there's at least two of every one of those signs? Like, isn't that crazy? This is what you must be into. I guess Gemini's, so. Sag and Scorpio. Like, Gemini, Sagittarius and Scorpios. And Taurus. You're a Taurus too, right? I am a Taurus. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know anything about Taurus men. Oh, apparently they're shitty. Yeah. That's what I've heard. But Taurus women were gods. So it's Taurus fine. women are bold and you are definitely bold. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh that's yeah. awesome that's hilarious but so, like can we talk about the fact that there's literally like okay scorpios gemini's and sagittarius there's multiple of you. like there's something are we kidding like they're like known to be the most toxic men damn tori get your shit together the first step is knowing <laughs> see i've acknowledged yeah now yeah. it's just enacting no i feel that it's hard it's easier said than done i feel like with like toxic men it's it's like a chemical reaction in the brain like women even men like we just people can't help themselves sometimes they just like like that type of shit i read something somewhere where i forget the exact details of it was something along the lines of like uh that chase right that we have for the toxic men and everything that chase literally releases an endorphin in our brain that's similar to like a high on drugs like isn't that crazy no that makes that makes so much sense. And it makes so much sense. So I've started replacing that with the yeah. gym. But <laughs> actually, no. The, the gym do make me happy. Oh, yeah. Well, even even after I work, <laughs> I make you fall to the ground. <laughs> yeah. I'm smiling after because I know it's working. Oh, yeah. If it makes you feel better, I went to failure yesterday on legs and I literally like collapsed to the ground. Oh, so, my gosh. So you would be proud of me. Side note, guys. So Tori's awesome. You know, she's really been kicking my ass. So 
um, with my first trainer, I had shout out to him because he's also amazing. But we would usually do three sets of something. But now with Tori, we do four sets. But when I go work out by myself, I do like for my fourth set, I do burnout. Good, good. Yeah, when I'm not yes. with you. Don't do that to me tomorrow, though, please. No, seeing as we only have 30 minutes, and if we had more time, there would definitely be more of that. And I hope you know that if we ever have that hour session scheduled, girl. Thanks for scaring me. Thanks oh, for avoiding me. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, so you're, so the list, so toxic to nicest. So toxic, with the, does that mean like they also are like, like the best like peen? Yeah, so, yeah. okay, so here we go. Um, the top of the list, I'm looking at the list right now for reference. Um, tend to be men that have actually like broken my heart hold on so let's go so broke my heart broke my heart broke my heart broke my heart (laughs) like literally then at the bottom Mm -hmm. these are all people that either like tried to hurt me but it didn't work okay and then they like come running after me like they what zodiac sign was that these are it's funny it's split in half okay so it's like Actually, no. Every single man on this list has come back. <laughs> so I am not the problem. No, you're definitely not. Um, yeah, wait, no. Every mm, I just made my own realization. They all came back. Um, <laughs> ladies, they always come back. Gentlemen, you always come back. Yeah. <laughs> men are weak. I've also, I've learned that too. Men are weak. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. At... 20 years old i probably have more of emotional maturity of someone almost 30 years old because i'm like what full-time job full-time student i moved across the country knowing no one and came back like Mm -hmm. having friends all over right that's freaking awesome like i've been through so much Mm -hmm. and i can confidently say my emotional maturity level is way above a 20 year old and there's science that proves it women are so much more emotionally mature oh yeah men at 20 years old or 22 or 21 have the emotional maturity of teenagers yeah like i have a 13 year old brother that thinks the same as these men like are you kidding me Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and it's like okay i can't wait till you're 40 years old i cannot i simply cannot yeah but hey it also explains why this like 30 year old gave me his like american express platinum card at the bar the other night and was like whatever your heart desires get it and i was like uh wait at logan house uh no this was at oyster oh oh, okay (laughs) i love and you were asking me for sugar daddy help girl (laughs) probably do it yourself oh my god oh my god i don't have time for that honestly (laughs) that's great um okay so even you've only known me like three weeks you know you've heard my trailer you've heard like bits of, of of some of the episodes like what do you honestly think about me and like how i'm like a 25 year old virgin like okay so let's start let's start day one right when i met you so we have an assessment i go over like like her just her basic information for working Mm -hmm. out which is actually funny because i see my i got it right here so macro list that i wrote for your macros and your grocery list which i refer to this when i make my grocery list because i do it on my computer oh my god yes be proud of me i am (laughs) but first things first i saw the orange hair i was like okay she's bold (laughs) <laughs> and mm-hmm. then we started talking and i was like okay wait we are really vibing she better sign up to train with me <laughs> right so first session when we already spill everything we are she tells me about a podcast i tell her about my love life yeah. like first session me and her are already talking like we've known each other for like months second session we're basically known each other for years at this point oh, I'm <laughs> like, <smiling so> hard <laughs> right now, guys. no like honestly just like 
your overall vibe like yes i believe you and like when you're like people don't believe you that you're like a 25 year old virgin first of all why would you go like around saying that if it wasn't true like you're obviously like talking like you're sharing your experiences to like not just help inform people but to also let people know hey like if you're in my shoes you're not alone which Mm -hmm. is huge because a lot of people that tend to be virgins when they're older they don't tend to be as open about it Mm because it's something that they tend to be embarrassed about and instead of like hiding away and being like oh like this is so embarrassing you're like no like let's use this my advantage let's help like other girls out there that are going through what i'm going through and that i fucking vibe with heavy like that just shows so much confidence and you're like oh i'm working on being more confident like that alone takes so much Mm-hmm. and like i am so proud like me being like five years younger than me like i am so proud of you oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> no but like like even with being a virgin you're probably more sexually mature than half these bitches out here because you're able to be open about it yeah and being open about your sexuality is so liberating mm-hmm. it's so liberating and probably like w- once you started this podcast you were probably like wow that's like kind of feels like a weight lifted off my shoulders in a way where you're like not only am i learning and navigating this i'm not alone yeah yeah so that's that's my thank that's you that's my two cents <laughs> oh that's like 25 cents a big oh quarter. my god stop <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks tori i had to take a minute to like get the tears out of my eyes because tori just made me emotional for a minute <laughs> so i love i'm really am working on my confidence and it has changed over the past few weeks but hopefully one day i can be like tori even though i'm five years older than her (laughs) so um tori is freaking amazing she kind of has like a god complex which you know men love that like that confidence yeah what did you do to kind of get like get to that yeah um were you just were you just born this way honestly no not at all i like you know, like, I have those moments where I'm, like, sitting in my room crying and, like, I've struggled mm. with, like, as a personal trainer, I'm saying this, I have struggled with eating disorders. I've struggled with, mm. um, like, different forms of, like, depression, anxiety, like, mental health issues, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was kind of, it took me being broken down by these guys. And I just looked in the mirror one day after one of my lifts, actually. Mm. And I was like, holy shit you are fucking amazing like it took like like everyone says it to you people say that you're amazing you're confident you're beautiful all this stuff Mm -hmm. but it doesn't it it doesn't click unless you believe it yourself yeah 100 percent. and honestly i was a fake it till you make it and then Mm -hmm. one of the days my faking it just turned and i was like oh shit like i actually look like that i gotta just keep chugging along yeah exactly and it's like there were little things that like help remind me like like the like uh what was it a couple months ago i hit a new squat pr right so i mm-hmm. hit 225 for squat Ooh. and i hit that and i felt like i was like on top of the world i was like holy shit i could crush these guys heads with my thighs like these <laughs> these men mean nothing i just honestly i just learned to be comfortable with my own skin and a huge part of it was not giving a fuck what they think about me Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day i'm gonna be me i'm getting my degree i'm making my money i'm the best version of myself and i'm gonna continue to be the best version of myself and one of the biggest things is making decisions that my highest self would make so if Mm -hmm. i'm stuck at a crossroads with a decision and i look at it i'm like okay 
mm-hmm. what would in my head the best most perfect most amazing godlike version of tori do what would she choose and i make that decision because then mm. as you keep making decisions like that you're not making decisions like that highest version of, of yourself you are now becoming that highest version of yourself mm-hmm. because you're not making decisions like her you are her you are making those decisions I gotta write this down. I can't wait to re-listen to this so I can actually write this down and put it on my letter board. Yes. No. Yeah. Like becoming the highest version of yourself. You could be at your lowest point, Mm -hmm. but looking at your decisions like, okay, the highest version of myself, what would she do? Yeah. Right. Those, even those little decisions where it's like, yeah, like I, like I want to be healthy and I want to work out. Okay. Those days where you're tired and you just feel lazy. where you are like, um, the highest version of myself would go in and at least get a little workout in. Right. Like 30 minutes is better than nothing. Right. That was like Saturday. Like literally like after this, I'm going to go lift. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally in my lifting clothes. But um, no, like just like being healthy overall, Mm -hmm. being choosing what's best for myself. And I used to put people before myself a lot. I was Mm -hmm. a doormat, like a walking doormat. And trust me, I still love helping people like helping people brings me so much joy oh i keep pulling this um no helping people makes me so happy just Mm -hmm. being able to see the effect i can have on people's lives makes me so happy and um seeing like doing that makes me feel good because Mm -hmm. i'm helping others but then at the same time i'm i had to learn to be able to help others and be happy with that but without sacrificing myself yeah so it's finding that median of being able to help others, but don't let them walk all over you. Mm-hmm. And once you once you start making those highest self decisions and you don't let people walk all over you and you put yourself first and not in a cocky, selfish way, but in a I'm doing what's best for me way, yeah. you will see such a change. No, I'm sure. And even in like in the bedroom too. Oh even, my In all God, aspects. Yeah. Yeah, in all aspects. Yeah, circling sure. back to that, putting yourself first, girl, those orgasms are going to tenfold be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. So is there is there anything else that you want to tell the people before we close out? Um, First of all, Lex, I love you. And she's absolutely amazing. So make sure we keep listening in on her because big things coming from this girl and that I can promise you. Oh my God. Follow along in her fitness journey because I'm a big part of that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, orgasm frequently, work out often and smile every day. That's what I got. That needs to be a t-shirt. Oh my God. (laughs) All right. I'll see you guys um, um, in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bro, I need a t-shirt. Orgasm frequently, lift often, and smile every day. I might, I may have to coin that. <laughs> I'm like, so-